Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thottas. Mm-hmm. But here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com fm slash music plus talk. That's anchor.fm slash m-u-s-i-c-p-l-u-s-t-a-l-k to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. Yeah! 
On today's episode, we find out, is your microwave poisoning you? We talk about sickness. And we find out what made Bob say this. Bitch, lickety-splickety lies you tell. And we find out what made Monet exchange say this. It drives me insane. And three. Why do you count? <laughs> because I hate the count. I told you, I told you because when we just start a conversation, sometimes, sometimes Jay is like, I don't know when you guys wanted to start, so I just started here. We can also say, and we're starting. Welcome, hey everyone, welcome to the Sibling Rivalry Podcast. That's a great way to let Jay know. Jay's one of our editors. Um, so we are officially starting this episode of the Sibling Rivalry Podcast. And then Jay's still be like, well, when do we start? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, now. <laughs> the fuck now? Your your use of the N word has gotten very aggressive lately. I feel like it used to be every every sentence. Now it's three times every sentence. Well, first of all, nigger. <laughs> don't you love seeing the ERs of the black phone? They get tight sometimes. Well, Peppermint says, I don't know if she said Peppermint says to me all the time. Oh, I remember me say that. She has Peppermint says that, or she says, you black bitch. Yeah. Why is you up in a house where my mom calls me? My mom calls me my brother niggero all the time. Still? To this day. Niggero. She always calls me Niggero, or me and my brother. Uh, you have a gift. Um, she always calls me and my brother uh, Niggero, like every time. Well, here's a comment from someone on Apple on, on our on our Apple Podcast review on okay. our page. It's one star, and the title is the N word. They left this comment on three twenty eight twenty twenty one. So that was like what three weeks ago. Mm. What is it? I just can't listen to intelligent presenting humans. <laughs> We're presenting intelligently. <laughs> Repeatedly use the N-word, peace and blessings. Well, listen, you dumb fucking nigga. Whoever you are. 73, uh, 743 me. Uh, there's lots of uh, intelligent uh, black Pre- people who not use the pre- N-word. Not intelligent presenting. Sorry, there's lots of intelligent presenting black people who use the N-word. Also, I mean, we've done shows about the N-word, but I can do a little, a little dive in the beginning of this one. There are a few uh, people who don't like like uh, black people who don't like other I know people. a lot of black people don't like it. A couple of drag... You've been confronted by two Drag Race girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, two? Yeah, your friend from your season and your friend from my show. From my season? Yeah, another one from your show. My season, which one? Oh, 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 yes. Yeah. Also, my show. It's, it's clear. <laughs> <laughs> now I know then, how you feel about your little HBO show. Well, we talked... I said, I said, when I say friend from my show, it's clearly not Eureka because... <laughs> so I was like, no, I it, it is my show. I don't. But think, I would not talk about. I don't Eureka. think. I don't think Eureka would be like. I want to talk to you about your use of the N word. I think she would. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really inappropriate. But you told us right on the podcast about Shadow. Yeah, that's Shandula like said, What if my grandma heard you? I'm like, I feel like she's heard worse. <laughs> I feel like in Grandula's years on Earth, she's heard worse than Monet using nigga in the mix. And uh, also, y'all were in London. I, I like, know. I'm like, is she here? I mean, they are in Paris. They're not too far. Going to get get on the midnight train to London. I'm like, is Grandula here? <laughs> Shangela is the branding queen. Everyone knows and says hallelujah. Everyone puts Ella, Ella on the, her, the way she puts Ella on the end of any word. She's like, I mean, I'm gonna go see the Bob Jella. I'm gonna uh, wow, my Grandula. I sh- she loves to do that. I feel like if one of us died, she would be at the funeral and she would say hallelujah. <laughs> like, and I want to promise right now, I'm not going to go into his funeral. I won't say purse first. <laughs> I'll I say soak it up. I'm like, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to soak it up. <laughs> Take those tears and soak it up. 
don't, look right now. When I die, I don't want any catchphrases. So, so Bob, soak it up there with Jesus, y'all. Honestly, you can do it. But honestly, whatever makes you happy. Bob, you said you want to. Bob wants to have a full on uh, a, a dry, a fucking Comedy Central roast at his at his funeral. Bob, you want jokes? You, I said people can't tell jokes. You're allowed to. And you said that you want. You said that you want to prank all your friends and pretend like that's your girl yeah, yeah. and just. Well, I, well, I wanted. I, I would like to be able to spring load my casket so that whenever someone comes by, my body flops up. <laughs> <laughs> or you just have something that it just moves periodically. Just. Well, I did also this one guy, like some Scottish guy, um, like before he died, he recorded a message. And as they were lowering him to the grave, they put like a speaker in the, in like in the grave somewhere. And it was like knocking. It was like, let me out. Let me out. I didn't actually die. And it was like, oh, and it was like some God. jokes. And I also have been considering every year, every year, mm-hmm. just recording a, a video that says, if you're watching this, I'm already dead. And then scheduling it to be released on YouTube and then just redoing it every... I've not, I've not done it, but I just think if, I, if every single year I make a video called, if you're watching this, I'm already dead. And then... After the first couple will become, will become whack, though. No, no one would ever see it. You you only see it after I die. Right, I'm saying, but like, and then what? And then people will play it every year? No, there's only, every year I redo it, you'll never see it. Oh, they want the previous one. So it it always be current. It won't be like me when I was like. Well, when you die, you should put out that one. And then like two years later, like the best of. And you just have a compilation of all of them. A compilation. Jacob, would you? Well, as if I'm if Jacob's going to outlive me. Um, (laughs) Did you outlive me, Jacob? If you had to guess. I mean, based on your family history and based on my drag, family. my dead family. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, my 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 father's uh, grandmother lived a very long time, mm. but all the other ones. Uh, what do you? Uh, how do you feel about things like I? I I'm not even being conspiracy theory one day. I generally feel like microwaves and stuff contribute to our like ailments and sickness. I don't believe that. I do though. Why? Because of how pervasive cancer is. I feel like there's some type of element in that, which is cancer was never so prominent before. Not true. When? It wasn't called cancer. What was it called? People, they didn't know what it was. People were dying of things. They were they, People would just die and they wouldn't even know why they were dying. Like back in the day, in medieval well, times. Well, obviously that. Well, you, in, you know in, that. Medi- in medieval times, in the Stone Age, uh, it, right. people had cancer and died, but they did not know it was cancer. But... Uh, wait, Jacob. Jacob, well, Jacob always got a little what? What, Jacob? What? Well, they did know it was cancer. That's why it's called cancer because the tumors looked like crabs, so they they did call uh-huh. it cancer. They thought they were like they you had these huge tumors on you, and they're like, oh wow, you have the tumors. Well, that's certain. That's, you gonna let this white bitch? Well, that, first of all, like that? I'm is that's certain cultures. Every culture did not call it cancer, so they have not always called it cancer. Well, uh, well, every every country still doesn't call it cancer, probably. Uh, cancer is a pretty common colloquialism across. Yeah. Like, across um, that's because that's your experience here in the, in in in, the, in America. I'm sure that there are places where they probably don't call it cancer, but right. cancer is a, is a so pretty common. So I'm right about this. Yes, there are some Great. places, um, but I think most places know what you mean when you say cancer. I mean, yes, the, but I don't think I don't. The I, average life expectancy is longer. Do you, these days. you think cell phones, Wi-Fi, and microwaves are giving are giving us cancer? I'm not saying they're giving us cancer. I just feel like these new inventions are contributing to possible ailments and ailments in our bodies. But you said, I mean, they're fucking cancer is not cancer. They're literal like radio waves going through you. They're just waves, Monet. They're just they're waves. just waves. Bitch, I how to get X rays. 
That's how they do a lot of things but to you. X rays are different than white oh, this is you. This is you. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just saying. You don't wear a lead but, vest when you use your phone. But, but maybe we should. When, when, I, when I when I when I put my when I turn on my router, I'm not wearing a lead vest. Maybe we should. I don't want. No, I know they're not experts. I'm saying they're, they're. For example, my grandma died at 54. She never used a cell phone. She never had a Wi-Fi. Um, she probably didn't use microwaves. She of cancer at 54. How old is she? It's not sure with the cancer. I just lied. It was a heart attack. But I will use my grandma's death to win her. <laughs> <laughs> I see. You will stop at nothing. Um, did you ever as you feel weird when people call you Negro? Well, not, not with people like like with an awful occurrence. What the fuck's going on in St. Lucia? We didn't have, we didn't have it in Atlanta. <laughs> but what, or when, when you've heard a white person say the word Negro and something, it, it's not a bad word, but it feels bad. I'm confused. Bad. Are you are white people calling you a Negro? No, like let's say when you would read stuff in school or when you read Huck Finn and they had well not not nigger, but there are books you read like the blue. No, Huck Finn has nigger in it. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but not the not the word nigger. I say Negro specifically, the word Negro. Um, I feel embarrassed when you have to read it in class. I mean, maybe a little bit. I, I remember being really shocked that my mother's race is Negro in her birth certificate. Yeah, that's wild. And my brother's uh, race is black. And mine is African American. Mm. And they're all Justin's what? Like two Justin's years older than you? Older than me. Justin, thirty-seven. But Justin was also born in Mississippi, mm. and I was born in Georgia, which is uh, y'all. I mean, if you're not from the South, you, if you're not from the South, it's all the South. But mm. Mississippi is. Behind. I mean, for example, my cousin Amanda, who's thirty-seven, mm. her year, her prom was the first integrated prom her high school had. Oh my God! Two thousand two. My car, the car, the high school in Carmine had their first integrated prom in 2002. Not the first integrated prom. Is this fucking, what's that show? That, that well, what happened was, they were, well, and, it, and it became informal um, segregation because the black folks weren't allowed at the white prom. The black folks started throwing their own prom. It was like an independent prom, not funded by the school. Mm. And then finally, they were like, we need to integrate our prom. And it happened in 2002. So Mississippi, Mississippi is a little is a little behind. behind it's yeah. a little behind. Um, and I do remember thinking it was very odd that my mom's birth certificate said Negro. And I also thought it was interesting that, um, like, whenever I would hear Martin Luther King call us Negroes, I'd yes. be like, but now honestly, it does not. It, it seems like oh, that's just that's just what they say. That's what I mean. That I know. Martin, Martin, the, the 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 leader of the black. Um, oh yeah, I know fully. Was, was like, it just it just feels like it just has obviously. This connotations with it, especially when you think about like the Negro Leagues and how all the things. Because being African American, we know what that is. But when you say Negro, you're you're immediately brought to civil rights. You're middle. You're immediately brought to black people being less than, having less than, having to fight to be equal. Do you consider yourself African American? I do. I am. I am African American. Okay. I was born here. I know some people who are not the descendants of slaves don't consider themselves African Americans. I am African American. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not here. To, this cat, Jesus Christ. Oh, you, you, you <laughs> Bob literally has a cat toy on him, and he's like, "Why won't Colleen leave me alone?" Um, but I, you know there are black people who who are black Americans who don't consider themselves African Americans because they're not the descendants of of American slaves. Work. You never heard of this this thing? I don't know those people. Like maybe like some people who are first generation American. From another, from from like the like like Africa or the Caribbean. Hmm. This cat is really. You have a toy on. Oh my God, this is <laughs> wild. <laughs> I cannot deal with this. <laughs> not not when I victim blaming. <laughs> <laughs>
Monet's like, Monet's literally like, look at what you're wearing. <laughs> this cat is harassing me. Monet's like, you are asking for it. Look at what you're wearing. This is, this is messy. Oh my God, can I show you? If, if this does not show you who Bob is, Bob chose to get house slippers for my home because he's obviously here a lot. I'm gonna show you the shoe that he got. You like this is so bad. This is some old auntie behavior. <laughs> Look at this. What's so funny? What's so funny about this shoe? That's so old. The silhouette is so old. Well, in my apartment, I wear Adidas, <laughs> oh, and I might buy myself some Adidas too because these are actually a little bit small. Which they fit me. Lies. Yes, I tried it on today. Give me, bitch. Lickety splickety lies. You tell. Not your bitch, because you know your foot's bigger than mine. Bob. On. There's a little biscuit off the back. No, it's not. There's a, little, there's a biscuit, Mom. <laughs> Your Honor, we I saw the hill, and it was... Uh, <laughs> I saw the clip, and it was hanging. <laughs> Mom, I love what? you so much. Also, Monet is... Just so you guys know, Mon it, today we're actually filming this on 420. Oh, yeah. And Monet did a um, puffin... Wash it or, or a smoking a smoke sash a, a smoke sash uh, on Patreon. This is Jacob's idea, by the way. Also, apparently, they watch the most. Monet only recommends problematic. <laughs> if Monet recommends a movie, it is problematic. I didn't remember what's problematic. Today they watched scary movie. The first one. Apparently, mad messy. There was a character named Miss Man. On Valentine's Day, Monet demanded we watch the time travel. <laughs> the, gro okay. the groomer's wife. Have you have you ever watched anything with the Patreon movies? Exactly. Yes, I have. What did you watch with them? I watched We're Here. No, movies, bitch. And I watched the time travel's wife. No. With you. I was there that day. Remember that time? I know, but that's because you had to watch that. I've also done way more bean parties than you. You are really... Uh, but you watched the episode. I watched movies. But I illegally watched almost... Two seasons of Drag Race? Almost. <laughs> and I had to do half for you because you because you fell off. You did two. You literally did two. Anyway. Well, we, well. anyway. So if, if y'all know somebody's a little giggly and cacackly today, it's because uh, she's been um, fucking with the cuckoo cabbage. And you have got a little beard. You are clearly... I haven't been driving out of work. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk We'll talk more. Mm-hmm. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. 
Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Everything I do for my cat is rooted in love. Even when she's testing my patience. I always want the best for Miss Colleen because she's my girl. For example, love is letting my cat sleep on my lap even when I really need to get my ass up. Love is accepting that my furniture will never, ever be the same. Love is opening the door 89 times a day to let that bitch out to the bathroom. It's annoying. Love is keeping tabs on my cat's health because nothing is more important than her well-being. And that's why I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter is the most most advanced litter I've ever seen. It changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illnesses, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats are notorious for hiding their illnesses, and that's important to catch health issues as early as possible. Litter box cleanup is easier with Pretty Litter too. Its ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly and lasts up to a month, Miss Thing. That is a month of less work, and I'm here for it. Plus, Pretty Litter is safer for your cat and for the whole household. Many of those conventional litters contain irritants that can aggravate allergies and asthma, but Pretty Litter's super light crystals minimize mess and dust. And Pretty Litter arrives safely at my door in a small, lightweight bag, because you know I'm so dainty. Shipping is free, and I never have to worry about storing bulky containers or lugging a heavy bag through the LA summer heat. Ugh! Love is putting your cat's health first with Pretty Litter. Do what I did and make the switch today by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code RIVALRY for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code RIVALRY for 20% off. That's prettylitter.com, promo code what? RIVALRY. Is there something interfering with your personal happiness and preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, coming out of this uh, Ponda replay, girl, my brain was all types of messed up and I just needed someone to talk to and get my thoughts together. And that's why we love BetterHelp because they help you assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses 
Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with those other traditional therapy services. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Not tomorrow, not two weeks from now, not next year, baby, today. Visit betterhelp.com slash rivalry. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge over their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Sibling Rivalry listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash rivalry. Do it, girl. And we're Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I was gonna say something that I was, I was gonna I was gonna spill the beans on you about something I can't remember. So oh, in, in the last in the last podcast, people were dragging me. They're like, Monet, please make sure that you finish your, that you finish your antibiotics. Everyone is getting at me. Oh, Monet, that is <laughs> not like your little. Plan. I know, I know, I know. It's stupid now. I, I it's stupid. And it's gonna be about the microwaves in a second. <laughs> this episode gonna be micro- do, you, do you use microwaves? Yeah, everyone uses microwaves. I have. That's not true. That is not true. I'm transitioning to it. So, well, here's my thing. My thing in life is I cannot do lukewarm food. When people have lukewarm food, it drives me insane. My food has to be piping hot when I eat it. So if I, so that's why I use a toaster oven on my, my air fryer. Because if it's a pizza, putting pizza in the microwave is so fucking nasty. Gets- Who puts pizza in the microwave? I'd rather have it cold. Oh, when I reheat pizza, I reheat pizza in the oven. Even fried chicken. You you don't reheat fried chicken. You eat it when you get it, and it's a wrap. No, you can put it back in, in the toaster oven and or the air fryer, and it's back to normal. Okay, I I, I am a microwaver. Um, me and Jacob, where we live right now, have a very weak microwave. So you have to microwave it for like four minutes, and it is hard and rubbery. <laughs> or you microwave it for two minutes, and the middle is fucking frozen like a hot pocket. I hate that. Now, where Ezra and I live, we have a great microwave. I think me and Jake, we're going to be getting a, a great microwave soon. I have not tested out the new microwave yet, but... Air fryer. Get an air fryer. The Ninja. Well, bitch, can I... You got one of the house gifts. Can I give? Can I get one? <laughs> I also would have got you a housewarming gift. I knew you moved here, and I got to fucking think of a housewarming gift to get you. I have those little... Boomerangs you got me hanging over there. Oh, I think you have to get someone until they knew they go to a new house, though. Yeah, absolutely. You look like you sick or something with this hoodie on. No, I just, I just, it just felt vibey. Do you like it? Well, speaking of sick, let's go into our... <laughs> <laughs> no, this, you know, actually, the way you wear this hoodie, before we go into our topic, it irritates me a little bit. I have to be honest. Why? There, it's like there's this this thing that people are on, on like the internet are doing where they wear their hoodies like this, and I, <laughs> I hate it. Why? Because it's just I just don't <laughs> like the way it looks. Like, first of all, it's not cold in here. <laughs> it's not. It is a solid seventy six, almost eight. A sensible seventy. A, se- a sensible seventy six degrees up in this mug, and you are wrapped up like you literally are. Like like you're about to go take the trash out. You know how you dress in uh in the fall in the late fall. Yeah. Take the trash out. <laughs> um. No, I just I just like to wear it like this. But there's this one really really funny guy on TikTok who always wears a hoodie like this. He does these characters like the teacher. He's always like 
doing impersonations of different teachers, and his shit is so. Do you know one video that that trend? Well, not trend. That guy who does those videos of he do, he's the different colors, and he like hit this up really hard. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't right. find yeah. those funny. What is so funny I about that? Just, I literally just thought funny. <laughs> I don't get what is so funny about it. I think it's physical comedy. It's it's like it's 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 basement level physical comedy. It is someone falling over, hitting. So okay, let's talk about it. So he's he's filleting himself like from the leg to the waist. He'll hit the he hits the wall really hard. It's also the kind of thing he's fighting himself. He's um, so I think that that's where the comedy lies in. Okay, well, not for me. But he's also ruining his doors. The doors fall off. I'm like, where do you live? <laughs> where do you live? Like, I wonder how much are people like really changing their like. There's that one guy who uh, he was in a coach campaign with me, and everyone was like, "Do you not have furniture?" But he's like, "No, I have furniture. I just don't. I just don't put furniture in this room for TikToks." Ricky Thompson. Ricky Thompson. Oh, uh, the British guy. No, he's not. He's not British. Oh, never mind. He's, he's like, he's like, no, I have furniture. I just, I just keep it out of this room so I can Smart. make. TikTok. I mean, people, bitch, people, like, their whole lives is their TikTok. That's how you make your money. No, I know, girl. I know. I mean, I have not made that much money on TikTok. I mean, I've, I've made money more than probably you losers. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. But maybe Ricky Thompson's watching. He's probably like, not me, bitch. <laughs> um, no, I've made, I've made money on TikTok, but also I've been uh, monetized on TikTok since, like, September. I think I made, like, I think, like, $2,000 Yeah. over the course of uh, several many months. But these people are like Addison Rae who gets like literally like 102 million views a video. That's wild. That's crazy. Let me talk about TikTok instead. Um, uh, wait, wait, really quick. You saw when she wanted Jimmy Fallon. How, how girl, you, okay, but how do you feel about this though? Girl, you let's, let's keep people in. So if you don't, yeah. don't know, Addison Rae went on Jimmy Fallon and she was doing like the dances. Viral TikTok, TikTok dances. But it was, I mean, she was... She was technically doing the dances. But no one can argue that she was yeah. doing the dances. Yeah. But it wasn't great. Like she's not a great dancer. She's not. But she is just really popular on the app. And the people got upset because a lot of those dances she was doing, they're created by black TikTok creators. And TikTok, black TikTok creators have been notoriously blackball blackballed by TikTok, shadow banned. They just like these creators create this shit and no one ever knows that they did it, but they do it. But my argument is that is the nature of the app. It's like you take a video. It's, it's, it's not like these people are like, sometimes they are stealing the sound. Mm-hmm. But, some, but for if Addison Well, when you take the sound, it usually shows below, unless you take it and. Right, and you, and you hijack the sound that way. But people like Addison Ray don't do that. And I think, so are people more upset that Addison Ray is popular on TikTok or Addison Ray was doing these dances and not letting the black TikTok creators? But to be fair, the black TikTok creators don't have the. Well, she had like probably a hundred over a hundred million followers on their part. How many Ray has on TikTok? I think that the I think there's a couple things going on here. I think what's happening is Addison Ray. There's a chance that Addison Ray didn't even know who the dance came from. Right. By the time you see a dance on, t- like for example, I found this guy who created the WAP dance. Really? Yes. I thought it was a girl. She has seven million. Just say it, baby. Seventy-nine million. Seventy-nine million. Damn. I found out how many. Um, so I found out about the guy who did the, but it was, this was after months of knowing this dance. Mm-hmm. Months of knowing this dance. And the only reason I know is because Cardi B follows like three people on TikTok and he's one of them. Really? And then it kept being like, so then I, he like, he kept, he kept posting, like everyone keep asking why Cardi B follows me. And then I was like, why does Cardi B follow you? And then I found out he's the creator of the dance from the Work. top, make it drop, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I had seen that dance for a month, and I don't know how I would have been able to find that out. How? Yeah, I'm saying, how do you? I, I, I. 
I only know the ones that people make a, us think about later on, like the the one who did Savage, because hers was a big thing this summer. People were like, this girl did it. And now these people. That's the only ones I ever know. And I I do think that I don't I don't know the answer. I, I'm not I'm not a I'm not I don't work in technology. I don't know how to uh you know work they, TikTok has seems to have made it a made a way where you can origin find the source of the sound. They do not seem to have found a way to originate the source of the content. Like the, the, yeah. there's also these people on TikTok. There's like some guy on TikTok whose whole thing was like taking people's ideas and then just redoing. I them. saw that. It's like and he was like, I'm an actor. I'm just gonna make your thing better. Than you. It's not who did it first. It's who did it best. And his whole thing is just taking people's sketches and then just doing them as if he came up with them. Gag. Which is. But the part of me is also like, is that the nature of the app? Is it is is yeah? There's also a discussion about whether or not TikTok is suppressing the content of Black users. Oh, I think they are. You think so? Yes, a lot of people have have, have posted evidence in, in those. Which people, when I see TikTok videos, I'm like, how do you shove that much information in sixty seconds? Like the, the, that, guy who, the, that guy who that guy who breaks on animals. He's like. Everything, everything, the black guy, everything you need to know about, about, about why seals are the worst motherfuckers that have ever seen. Oh, yeah, I'm like, seals are like, I mean, like, really coming on that bitch informed. She's like, Adam ruins everything, but for animals. It's so fast, though, in 60 seconds. Well, Jacob has some. Wow, you really don't follow our producer's uh, TikTok content? I just started, I just realized I wasn't following Jacob on, on Instagram. Jacob tagged me in something. Nice. And I opened it and I clicked on Jacob's picture and I was like, I, said, I was like, I thought I followed Jacob. I had no idea. Do you follow Silicon Rivalry on TikTok? Yes, do you? I comment on every single post. You follow on you? Yes, I do. You, you follow on Instagram? I do. Did you do a post promoting our Instagram page? Every day. No, you didn't. No, no, I did an actual I'm, video. No, I didn't do I'm waiting until we get content on it. We, me we Jacob, have content. Me and Jacob both told you we're going to get like a page full of content and then be like, hey, join us over on TikTok, join us on Instagram. It does not matter. I started Colleen's Instagram page on the day one with one picture, bitch, and overnight we had 7,000 followers. So what's good? Oh, you think that's impressive? Not 7,000. My assistant had more than your cat. Anyway. Okay, she's at 15 now. So what's your point? I haven't posted on there. But I'm saying that's, that's not impressive. Anyways. Like, I, like I, that's... Can we talk about the fucking topic? I feel like the topic is now TikTok. <laughs> we can... Top, our topic is being sick. Sickness. Yeah. Were you, were you a sicky kid? I practically never get sick. I have been sick. Yeah, same. But I'm, I don't I'm, get sick very often. I'm not a sick person. I mean, I I, I I do think I had coronavirus pretty early in the um the pandemic back in March. Um, but there were no tests back then. There were tests weren't really readily available back then. Mm-hmm. So I went to the um to the uh, I didn't tell you the story. I was in Spartanburg, North Carolina. I remember, I remember, and then you you had to get an Uber to go to the thing. But I couldn't. I didn't get an Uber because I was afraid to walk. Get, I walked. Yeah. And for some reason, I was wearing dress shoes. I remember when you called me on the phone and you were like, Monet, this this is when you started your home asking. Monet, this thing is not a joke. This thing is, this thing is for real, Monet. So I, I walked two miles to the urgent care, got there, told them I think I have coronavirus, and they girls moved to the corner of the room, <laughs> slid a, um, <laughs> slid a, a, a board over, a, a, what do you call it? Uh, uh, the heart with the clip, clipboard, 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 the board of the clip, uh, the board of the clip, um, slid the clipboard over to me, like it was a whole fucking fantasy, and I was pretty sick, but I mean, it was it was just for a day, and I remember one time we were hanging out before the pandemic. Uh, 
I, I had the flu or something. Like one day I was like really fucked up and I think I had the flu. And I specifically remember <laughs> yeah. being sick and like needing like stuff. I was like, I, I, what, I, we asked this before. When Bob is tired, when Bob is sick, Bob is a literal fucking daughter. Bob was like, Monet, I, I can't. Monet, I can't. So I, I was can't. really sick and I was like, oh my God. And, and Jacob <laughs> and Mateo, and I think Nick were like in the living room. I think it was Jacob and Mateo. Like in the living room, like doing something. I was in the bedroom, just like out. And then I remember like, I gotta, I gotta go get some stuff from the. <laughs> so then I like, I like crawled out of my room and I'm like, <laughs> like put on these boots. And I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go the right end. Where was everybody? And then Jacob was like, What's going on? And I was like, I, I gotta get, I gotta get some medicine. I'm so, I am. Do you remember this at all? Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not well. <laughs> I'm not well. <laughs> and I think Jacob ended up going for me because he was like, what are you doing? I was like, I gotta go. I, gotta, I, gotta, I need some medicine. I, I, I feel like that was a very good portrayal. You be acting, bitch. You don't be sick at all. Maybe I've never been sick. <laughs> um, just yesterday, okay, do you know those uh, those sour, um, they come in like a little tin and they're like, I see, yes, you were, you were on the podcast, Bob. Y'all gonna see this in an episode with Brooklyn Heights. I don't know if it's happening before or after. We're on the podcast, and then when we have like the last twenty minutes left, I just see. Of course, I see, I see Bob taking one thing. He's chewing. I'm like, okay, work. We're talking to Brooklyn. Then I see Bob. Did every, did every ten seconds? Just all you see is a little hand, and Bob thinks he's hiding. This nigga is ducking over like this. <laughs> I'm like, the guy is so good. Candy. So, anyways, so I ended up. Um, dude, they make you sick. Those sugar-free candies make you sh- like shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. But I couldn't, and I knew, because I've eaten them before, and it happens every single, It ha- there are two foods that I eat, and I know it's going to make me sick, and I eat it literally every single Jeez. time. No. The Nashville hot chicken from KFC. Oh, yes. I remember, though. Yeah, I used to love the use of, like, Monet. Guy eating, I'd be like, everybody leave. <laughs> and those fucking Lifesavers sour, they're so good. I just I just waited. I was like, I'm just going to wait until what happens, happens. <laughs> because it is worth it. There's anything that makes you sick that you're like, it is worth it. It is worth it. Nothing like Besides that. Besides protected sex. Go ahead. <laughs> I used to... I, I, I thought I was developing a lactose problem because I used to... Lo- I love Ben & Jerry's ice cream. And they had like a, pr- a chunk of time in my life when every time I would eat it, bitch, I would get the bubble guts immediately, and it will, and then it will c- persist for like, like eight or nine hours. I was like, so it was like a chunk of a year, two years. Well, we're all like this Yeah, but it was like fucking me up when a I severe lactose. Well, I went my whole life, and I would eat it, and nothing would happen. I would, I was fine, but I'm eating it again, and I'm fine. So whatever. So you just you just work through it. <laughs> Instead of just not eating Ben and Jerry's, you're like, you know what? Bitch, have you had the fucking vanilla with the salted caramel core and the blondie chunks in it? I've had the chunky baby. Bun- I had Chubby Hubby. And Chubby Hubby is iconic. Chubby Hubby is like that bitch. That's the banana. I don't like banana flavors. So it's-, it's not banana. What's in it? It's uh pretzels, chocolate, and peanut butter. Pretzels, chocolate, and peanut butter. Really? Yeah, Jake, can you see what's on Chubby Hubby? I think there may be something else in it. But, I mean... I love bananas because Chubby Hubby... Chubby Hubby is not banana. Chubby Hubby... Uh, Nick put me up on Chubby Hubby. Yeah, peanut butter, uh, pretzels. Uh, two tricksters convinced a the co-worker they, the flavor really existed. Um, it didn't. 
They felt guilty and made him an actual batch packed with pretzels, peanut butter, and fudge. He loved it, so did we and the rest. It Bitch, is I'm getting this out of the podcast. It's amazing. It's honestly Stop telling me about this, though. You started the Ben & Jerry's talk. You tried to convince me to eat your blondie shit. Now I'm telling you about my thing. Now I'm the one fucking up your little diet. I've been doing so well. Have you? I have. Okay, you're 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 hot. No, I'm not. Do people in your family get sick? Do you have any people in your family who's always sick? No. Do you ever see when your family really sick, like like sick sick? Oh, my um, my aunt Lucia and Auntie Marcia to die, but again, she had cancer. Speaking of cancer earlier, she had cancer, and she she's my aunt. I, I, like I watched her in the span of five six months, she just literally changed. It was like she, which was a thick. Black Southern woman with hips, but everything. And by the time the end of her life, but she was real thin. She had nothing. It was mm. the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, watching someone be sick is wild. When my mom was like really sick, so my mom, I'm not I'm not gonna put my mom's tea in the world. My mom, my mom, when I, growing up, my mom was like skinny, like a skinny lady, but not like, not like this is cause for concern. She was like skinny. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, oh, she got like a little, just like a little thick. My mom was like. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not, she's like right, maybe right before Lane Bryant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Actually, no, not before Lane. My, my, my mom is just, my mom's not real thin, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But when she got sick, she got skinny, skinny. Mm. My mom's like 5'8", and my mom, when she got like really sick, she got down to 94 pounds. Oh my gosh. And she That's was, how much Kamika weighs. Except my mom is 5'8". That's crazy. My mom is two inches shorter than you. And then, um... And she, I remember seeing her and being like, oh my God, you look like you're dying. She, oh. looked, she looked like a skeleton, like literally like a skeleton. It was, it was probably one of the, and I had not seen my mom in probably two years. Mm-hmm. So last time I saw her, she was just like, oh, there's my mom. Then I saw her, she was, she had, she had really, it was, it was really insane. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that's probably the, this, I mean, besides maybe a couple people who I know who didn't make it. Um, that's the sickest I've seen someone who like lived past mm-hmm. whatever they were going through. Yeah, yeah, watching uh, watching someone be sick is, does not sound fun. Also, it's kind of like, we had jokes about it before, but like, if I was to, God forbid, one of us had to live through one of each other, well, me live through you being sick, whatever, that's to me, I, I wouldn't be able to, I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't rem- I would not want to remember the person that way, but I also would want to abandon them, you know? Well, I've always said if I, if I get really sick, I kind of just want to do it like a like an old dog and die alone in the woods. Like, I don't want to, I don't want people to, like, remember me, like, feeble right i also don't want to die by myself in a hospital bed but i just don't want to be i just don't want to that to be people's last memory of me mm-hmm. after i watched uh is it a sin is it a, it's sin? a sin it's a sin is on, it? it's a sin. <laughs> on hbo max and watching how the fucking gay, I mean, gays all over the world, but obviously just focused on the, focused on the UK, were just dying in hotels, I mean, in hotels and hospitals alone. No one ever found out about them. To, it's it. I would not wish that on anyone. It's so fucking sad. Yeah. Speaking of being sick, the eight bitch. You everyone needs to watch. Do have you watched it yet? I've not watched it. Bob, you have to watch it. I cried every episode. I started watching it, and then I, I think I mean, I think I like two minutes in something happened, and I was like, oh, I, I bet to do. You it. need to watch it. It's, it's really, you know, I never, I, I never tire, tire of hearing the stories, of. <laughs> of Are you uh, laughing at SSN? <laughs> of the late eighties, early nineties, and um, and the AIDS epidemic, like because it's just so unfathomable to me to see all my friends just up and I can't like I can't imagine 
like it, it in our friend circle, like four oh out of God, the she's calling me. <laughs> like, she's clawing. She's playing with y'all. Like, she's clawing me. I felt claws. Money, get this cat. Get this cat. Get her. I literally felt claws. You need to get some little caps for this bitch. <laughs> because you have a fucking this is what it's gonna work. I, I was asking for it. <laughs> I mean, when when I did um Ends in America, we did a lot of obviously a lot of research about it and that did and I've I've seen, I'm gay, I've seen the stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've also watched Surviving Plague, um and, and you know, a lot of that stuff. And w- when we it was really interesting doing Angels in America because we were I was basically like part of telling the story like eight times a week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of someone who's dying of AIDS. Yeah. Well, two people who are dying of AIDS. One of, yeah. them, one of them was the bad guy. One of them, I mean, spoiler alert, but also the play is almost 40 years old at this point. Um, of someone dying of AIDS and, and who's a good guy and a bad guy. Protagonist, antagonist um, type moments. I love when you, I love, it's my favorite Bob, Bob reaction. What? I don't do that a lot. <laughs> you, you do. You I do. really, I really don't fucking. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god, y'all, do not work with the coworkers when they're high. This is no. I'm telling Bob, you do. Jacob, this Bob, not do that. Yeah. You're like, oh, you do that a lot, Bob. Just like you didn't realize you do this. Do you do you find it this a lot? I mean, I, I don't think you do that. You do do that a lot. I mean, maybe like. Once or twice a month. Once or twice a month. Yeah, he, yeah, we mark each other. But also, numbers. we have different relationships with him, and it's possible he does it more for you than he does for me. Oh, because you that just looks like some shit you do when we talk all the time. Okay, Monet. Well, I'm sure someone out there will clip a super cut of me doing it twice, and you'll be like, "See, see." Why you love to you love to ask the the, the listeners they, to make? They've never done it once. <laughs> they never a single that. super cut I've ever asked for. <laughs> you ungrateful! Is this a thanks that I get for putting, putting you bitches, bitches on? on? Is it my fault that all of you bitches gone? Mm-hmm. At least everyone's saying that was by uh, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth <laughs> to Meghan Markle <laughs> after the overview. I, who else? Who else would you want to see Oprah interview? I want to. I want to see Oprah. Is Oprah, Diane, and Barbara the three that can do those things ever? You know, I'm not particularly uh, obsessed with interviews like that. There are some iconic moments that I loved. Obviously, I, mean, I, I like. The, I like the hits. I like. I like uh, Whitney. Crack is wild. I really. I also love Gail. Something about Gail gets the most volatile and violent people. Like just R. Kelly, not just R. Kelly. Did you get the one? Not, not, not. Also, like me. Did you see the where Gail interviewed that girl? So some girl attacked, like some girl, like some woman, attacked this boy, and said that he stole her phone, but he didn't. She was like, "You stole my oh, phone." Oh, the white, the white lady. Yeah, the white, white lady oh, attacked yeah, yeah. some black boy and said, "You stole my phone." Then the Gail, hotel. Yeah, and Gail interviewed her, and she was like, "I'm, you're done, I Gail. Saw, you're done. You're good. done talking." I Black that. bitch. I should not say that, but she might as well have. And I was like, and then <laughs> I don't know how Gail maintained her cool or how maintained. I mean, R. Kelly was jumping up and down, screaming. And she just said that like, and Gail's like, 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 like she was like, oh, you think you think I ain't never seen her Stedman screaming at Oprah? <laughs> oh my God, is Oprah still dating Stedman? They're ma- They're not married, right? They're like they're like notoriously not married. Are they even together at this point? 
Like, Stedman and Oprah. I feel like when you get a certain age, girls, old people don't like to have sex. Not all, obviously wow. not all old people. That's the ageism for me. But a lot of, like, a lot of older people in my family, a lot of older people... You don't know they're having sex. They probably just don't tell you they're having sex. No, I'm pretty open with the older women in my family. And, and they just tell you, how often are they reporting their sex lives to you? <laughs> you don't know if they're having You have no clue if they're having sex. And you know that you know you and the old women in your family are not talking about y'all sex lives that often. Are you gonna be open with your kids about sex like that? I like, are you gonna go to those parents that's like talking about like your sex life with your kids? I don't. Uh, that does not speak to me. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't. I will acknowledge that I am an, a human being with you know multiple wants, needs, and desires. But I don't think I want to talk about my sex life with my children. No. Yeah. I mean. That doesn't, that doesn't not particularly speak to me. That's like that's. I'm gonna like, go back to you lying on the women in your family and alleging that they are all. I'm I'm not saying they're not having sex. I said, well, well, what did you say? Well, oh my god, I'm confused. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying they don't talk to me about sex, and we but we're all open. We have open and honest communication about stuff like that. But you are insinuating they're not having sex, and you don't know that. I'm just saying they're not telling me. Maybe they are. They're not. They're not having those conversations with me. It's pretty common for people to not tell their nephew about their sex lives. That is incredibly common. Jake, how often do your aunts tell you about their sex lives? <laughs> oh my god! When your aunts are getting it, when your aunts are busting it. But Jacob also doesn't have a podcast where he's always talking about shit like this. And then they know I'm not just making it. They're not fucking stories. It's real life. What does that mean? I'm saying it's pretty common for it is pretty common, but it's all, but it's not pretty common for people to have a podcast. You openly talk about those things, and you have these open conversations with. So family. you think because you have a podcast, your aunts that I would talk tell about often you when they fuck. I feel like we. I feel like people feel easier to, to talk to us about something like that because we talk about it so openly for the world. Don't you feel that way? Like none, people, like people, people like none you, of my aunts call me to talk. To tell okay, me not when, I, when they're, when they're uh, being yeah. a busted baby. <laughs> Now we're transcending sex. I'm just saying, no people because you talk you because you have a podcast. You talk about about your religious beliefs, about politics. You talk you talk about it so openly. People are more willing to have the conversation with you in the real world because they know that you're willing to talk about it. I find a lot of times people come to you and say, "Am I gonna be on your podcast? You ain't gonna put us in your podcast, are you?" They do that. Like we're we're like the Wendy Williams of drag, and I'm like probably. I'm gonna bracket and watch it. We'll talk about a sibling rivalry one day. <laughs> <laughs> I will. But um, anyway, but I, I think that there are. I think there are lots of older people who are out there having sex. I and, think so. And they're probably just maybe more reserved. I think older generations are typically a little bit more reserved than. How do we get on this topic? You, you alleged that your aunt was no, no that's not even important. You said your aunt can't get none. <laughs> you said your aunt. You said your. You said your aunt is in a dry spell. It don't nobody want to fuck. You are so inappropriate. You said don't nobody want to fuck. <laughs> oh my god. Drag her. <laughs> oh my god, you're so ridiculous. <laughs> so we said. <laughs> We didn't do the children. The meeting was when you talk to your children about sex. Oh, yes. I don't remember where we got there. Yeah. You're going to talk to your kids about sex? I'm going to talk to them about... about, Okay. Sure answer, I will talk to them about sex. They don't need to talk about my sex life, but I do think that it is important to talk to your children about sex. Yeah, because I want... We have... This this one of those episodes we kind of go... TikTok, sex, (laughs) children. I want them to be... I want my kids to be comfortable telling me that 
they had sex for the first time so I can help prepare them to do it safely. But I, def I definitely, I, I don't, I never had the birds and the bees talk. And I feel like maybe I would have benefited from that. Cause I didn't feel. What is the birds and the bees? I don't, I mean, I don't know what that means specifically, but I will have like someone like, to talk about sex. Yeah, but they call it the birds and bees. That's like a. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know the, if the birds and bees refers to like literally the anatomy of sex. Right. Or if it's like, this is what you should be doing. I mean, I had the birds and the bees. Did you? Well, let me finish. The birds and the bees. Um, from school, I mean, I took health class. Uh, and in health, uh, starting in, like, I think sixth grade, they were pretty um, vivid with their descriptions of sex and penises and vaginas and ovaries. And I actually remember one vivid memory of being in seventh grade, and my teacher was, like, talking about penis. We're, this week, we're on penises, right? And you have to sign, up, you have to sign up permission to, to take sex ed. Yeah, I it was, it was in the health. You took health. Yeah. And then for one week of health, you took sex ed. Yes, I pushed the slip and the lame kids. If you got pulled out of sex ed, you were ridiculed. Ridiculed. That's funny, Bobby. You you participated in this behavior. I, I, yeah, I probably did. I was in seventh grade. You know what? Um. Anyway, the teacher was like, we talked about penises, and then we got on the discussion of she's like, all right, you question. Someone asked on seven, then so she was like, and you when you have a when you have an erection, um, th this 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 this, and you can't pee with an erection. And without saying anything, I said, well, that's not true. And <laughs> the whole class was like, oh! <laughs> and I remember being like, it's not like I'm the only person in this class that has had an erection. Right. But I remember, I remember being like, you can't pee with an erection. I was like, well, that's, that's not true. I mean, it is hard to pee with an erection. That's not Yes. You mean hard, like, in hard to get it out? Or, like, it is hard to, like, aim? Hard to get, hard to aim. Okay, that's not the same thing. You can't be... But be, okay, the action peeing is not just the urine coming out. To me, the whole the whole art of peeing is the whole situation: getting out the dick and don't, getting in the don't hole. do this. Don't do this. <laughs> I did not do it's that. Don't do that. I did. Oh. Don't don't do that. is the whole. Don't do that. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. <laughs> You're doing too much. Like why is it whenever people talk about the peeing, they're like, you know, whenever I pee, I'm just like. <laughs> It's not all that. That's not what you are like. so ridiculous. R bitch, r run that run that back. Y'all all saw it. It's all let's let's talk about your uh vulgar mannerisms after this <laughs> Apartments.com has helped millions of renters and could help you find your perfect place. Yep, I know perfect is a very tall order. I know, okay? But if you're looking for an apartment or a condo or a townhome or a townhouse even, Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find it. Use filters and saved searches to narrow down rental listings and find exactly the place for you. You can even set up alerts to get notified as places become available. So, fashionistas, get your closet space is ready, darling, or an in-unit washer and dryer. My God, sun lovers, we can help you find as much natural light as your spirit and your little heart desires. If you're working from home, you can have an area for your home office, an extra bathroom, a balcony, central heating and air, or a dishwasher in the kit. Girl, whatever happens to be right for you, this is the place to find it. Apartments.com. The place to find a place. 
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. There is nothing more personal than your health. So when it comes to finding the right nutrition supplements to meet your fitness goals, you need a personalized approach. Thankfully, now there is Gainful, the personalized nutrition system that is formulated for your body and goals. Gainful gives you peace of mind that your protein, hydration, and pre-workout supplements contain the finest ingredients specifically for you. Get started by taking the five-minute Gainful quiz. Gainful considers your dietary needs, goals, and unique physiology to personalize your formula. Gainful delivers your supplements with no shipping charge every month. You can cancel anytime or adapt your plan as needed. All Gainful products are formulated by their on-staff registered dietitian and are backed by pro-level exercise scientists on their science advisory board. Every Gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one access to their own registered dietitian. Girl, that is amazing. Available anytime to answer your questions. Gainful's rigorous quality control process ensures that your supplements only have clean ingredients you can pronounce, along with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. Start your personalized fitness today with Gainful. To get $20 off your personalized supplements, go to Gainful.com slash rivalry. That's Gainful.com slash rivalry. Get $20 off. Gainful. Personalized nutrition made for your taste. Uh, I'm so glad summer is finally here and things are finally starting to open up again. I've realized, you know, the things I miss the most are the smaller things like being able to go to a drag show, sitting by the pool, luxuriating with a glass or a few glasses of alcohol. (laughs) Some of the greatest pleasures in life are also the simplest. And that's why Everlane makes premium quality essentials that complement every wardrobe at a more transparent and affordable price. Everlane has made quality clothing with ethical factories and radically transparent pricing since 2010, since before it was cool. Their extensive research and vetting use ethical factories that provide fair wages and reasonable hours to the skilled people who craft their clothing, timeless design, and the finest sustainable materials, so you can wear them for years to come. Most retailers hide their markups, but Everlane believes their customers have the right to know how much their clothes cost to make. In fact, they share exactly how much their product cost to produce at each stage. Everlane has everything you need to upgrade your spring uniform girl, whether you're going out on the town with friends, having a movie night, seeing your boo, bitch, you're going to be looking good. From workout to takeout, swimwear to trackwear, styles for lounging at home or hitting up your favorite late night spot. The breathable organic cotton trackwear gives an elevated take on tried and true basics. And that is 
goals. And if you want to get a head start on your summer look with Everlane's sustainable swimmer collection made from 13,768 pounds of recycled plastic. Girl, I don't know much about algebra, but those sound like good numbers to me. Go to everlane.com rivalry and sign up for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and get easy returns within 30 days of your ship date. That's 10% off your first order when you go to everlane.com slash rivalry and sign up. The whole art is peeing. Well, I, also, I, my penis doesn't curve up, so it's really easy. I don't curve up either. It's, 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 mine is literally pointing down. It's pointing to the toilet. <laughs> it literally curves down. So I, it, is, it is just... It, being with an erection is very easy for me. Not hard at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why is that so funny? You are so silly. I feel like white dicks curve up. Yeah, a lot of white dicks I've experienced curve up. And a lot of the black dicks I encounter don't curve up. There yeah. are some. Yeah, there are some that is just normal. What I don't is the side curve. It's, oh, hard the leg to suck. it's hard to suck. It's hard to get fucked with. And, like, I mean, and I seem like aggressive. And if that's you, like, it's just hard. It's hard to work with, in my experience. A detour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl, it's a little wild. That's this cat being being a part of the podcast now. You love her. Oh, she, today. she really uh, <laughs> oh she really turned. Pop has one not perfect. <laughs> because you wearing a toy, you have four toys sewn onto your garment. What do you want her to do? Claws were in my skin. She doesn't know any better. This bitch, no. <laughs> you, you get like, yeah, you do your claw. You, you, you be like, I, I deserved it. Look how well behaved she is. Okay. Do you have any allergies? No, I've never been allergic to anything. I've never been allergic. Never? Never. Nothing. Uh, allegedly, I had a shellfish thing when I was young, but they just never, I think they just thought, like, what's I think your family was just like shellfish too expensive. We just want to act like Kevin can't. <laughs> we, we, we can't eat shrimp. We can't. It's just, it's, it's, it's bad for Kevin. My biological mother had a shrimp allergy, so they just thought I would have it. So they just never gave me shrimp. And then I just, I went to like a, a, some, a friend had a birthday party and I just had shrimp. I was like, bitch, I'm doing it. Because you know me, oh, 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 fat. You will risk it all for, for, for a calorie. <laughs> a fucking shrimp cocktail. <laughs> What are you literally risking <laughs> life and death? Literally at the buffet table, like, should I get it all? <laughs> fuck me. I was like, fuck it. Eat the shrimp and all is fine. I was like, work. That is literally the story of you. I mean, I just thought, realized to myself, you said that for a year. Even though you were getting sick, you just kept eating Ben and Jerry. <laughs> you were like, I'm gonna deal with it. I'm just gonna fucking deal with it. For a year. And I was spacing out my Nashville hot KFC like every couple of months. Uh-huh. And I went through a phase where I was eating Ben and Jerry's every bitch. At the, at bitch, where y'all had the ice cream shop at your house? There was a point during quarantine where I was eating Taco Bell cinnamon bites every <laughs> night. E- eating like three tacos, um, <laughs> Ben and Jerry's, uh, uh, Jacob's Pickles, um, the, oh, the, the so hot good. chicken. And I kept being like, why am I gaining weight? This is <laughs> wild. All I'm doing is working from my basement, sitting in a chair, not moving at all, and eating dozens of thousands of calories a day. Yeah. Not dozens of thousands. That's, that's a little dramatic. Yeah. Um, I, what are you allergic to? I'm allergic to mosquitoes, but not deathly. Just that mosquito bites on me look different than they do on everyone else. Like, y'all get like a little bump. I get like a full welt. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm allergic to Vicodin. Really? 
Yeah. How did you find out? See, when you find out you're allergic to a drug, that it's like you take it, you get fucked up, and you have to fix it. Yeah. So when I when my when I when I used to get in Grand Tornos, I got a surgery in my feet, and then when I was like 18 or 19, and I got uh, Vicodin mm-hmm. um, as a painkiller, and it just my, my whole like my 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 whole mouth started like hurting, like my teeth, my gums. It, oh, no. it, it was a really aggressive pain, and then the doctor was like, "Oh, well, you're probably allergic to Vicodin." And you know, I, have, I have friends, these, these two twins that I went to college with, and they were Charisse and Charisia. They're allergic to everything. They're allergic to grass. They're allergic to strawberries. They're allergic to the sun. Just, it's crazy. These two black girls. <laughs> the sun? That really gave me. He said sun to me, y'all. Yeah. My old assistant, Louise, was allergic to every, everything. I mean, his allergies were so bad. He couldn't wash his clothes. He had to have like beyond hypoallergenic, like, like. Yes, I remember one time he had to do like a patch test where where they, they basically, like, you go to the dermatologist and they just rub everything on your back. I've seen that, yeah. Like they just rub you with cotton and then this and then this turned and this up and this string and this food and this hair and this cat dander and this and they just they like map it out and then they come back and see where you had a reaction. And they were like, he was allergic to like four or five of them. That's crazy. And every time we took off on the plane, he gets sick. Every time we flew, That's he so would get sick. Like throw up sick? Um, he would like have to lean over and like, and I was like, this job is too, like, it's <laughs> not worth it. This is not worth it. Yeah, so I travel the world though. Yeah, we're everywhere. Every, all over the place. Literally been around the world and I, I, I. He was sick. He threw up on, um, on uh, that little hike we went up in in, in, uh, in, in, in Hawaii in that you swear I took 85 days to do? Travis. Travis did not say that. Travis. We, we called him, he didn't say that. We called him on the podcast? We, yes. And he uh, did not confirm your story. He was like, no, it didn't take long. And you were like- I don't think that's true, but that that did the, you that happened in your head, baby. No, that happened on this podcast. Okay, well, I'd like to see it. To quote, to quote Monique, you, you love quoting Monique on this podcast. I'd like to see it. No, it's-, it's I would like to see it. <laughs> I'm wearing a pink polo. I would like to see it. Do you remember when airplanes used to have those little stick bags in it? When I used to fly, you know, back and forth to St. Lucia. They still have stick bags. Nuh-uh. Yeah, I cannot see it. You have to dig in the seat. Are you sure? Yep. Which that feels... With the, with the Biscoff problems. That feels so nasty, digging in those things. Like the well, amount if you're about to vomit, you're going to contribute. So I think if you're about, uh, at the point of vomiting... I just mean in life. You're not going to be picky. All the dirt and bacteria is probably in those little flaps. That shit... They did this... ABC7 did a test one day on an airplane and they swabbed the headrest, they swabbed the buckle for the seatbelt, and they swabbed uh, the table. And guess which one had the most, had had was had the most germs and stuff? The flight attendant. <laughs> what, what was it? Guess. The table, the headrest, and the... Seatbelt thing. The table. Seatbelt. The seatbelt. You know, the, I mean, but I don't understand... Everyone doesn't open the table, probably. What are, I don't understand what people are expecting, like... You you expect the plane that I have germs on it? No, but they fucking clean it and swab it down. And when they went uh, when this so there was the the point was that people are not cleaning them because when people did clean them, it was substantially less. But I think that this there's this insinuation that germs are something really deadly and vicious, and they're not. They're just germs. Not all germs are going to kill you. Most germs they didn't are say not going that, to kill But they're also searching for things like for E. coli and stuff like that that live in this stuff because they don't clean it. But I think it's safe to say that most people who fly on planes don't get E. coli. This is true, but there are a lot of cases that... Ex- well, also, 
the germs that may be coming from other countries or we're bringing to other countries. Yeah, that is a thing. But I... Bitch, Corona the fuck virus. Yeah, coronavirus. That's a completely different... I'm just saying that's, that's a virus that traveled on a plane. It, okay, mostly got to America by a cruise ship, actually, through Seattle. A cruise ship, a plane, a... a but, I'm, but, but what I'm saying is the coronavirus is different. Like, that's not that's not a fair comparison. Coronavirus it has affected... If you are in the same vicinity as someone. You don't even have to touch their shit. Like, coronavirus is clearly highly contagious. Right. As opposed to other stuff. So there's this insinuation that, like, like most germs are going to, like, take you out, and that's just not true. I don't think that's what it is, I'm just saying it's, it's, it's literally the, 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 a classic case of better be safe than sorry. So being, but being more safe maybe could have prevented it, the spread as quickly or as pervasive. It's just... About, what are you fighting? What are you, are you, what are you trying to fight to clean planes less? No, is, that, is, is that what you're trying to get to do? But I'm asking, like, like, why are you shocked there's germs on a plane? If you were no one is shocked. So you weren't shocked. So you were like, I expected. We said the, they said the amount of germs shocked you. Yes. So you were. So you are shocked. As opposed so to it, is it. no one shocked, or were you shocked when you found out there were a lot of germs? Which one is it? it, it, it which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> you're a monster. <laughs> I just don't know why people are shocked that there are germs oh God. in a shared space. The amount of germs, Bob. The mass of germs. That's the shocking thing. We all know germs. Jabish, jab, germ. You just got a whole. You got about ten, ten thousand motherfuckers. You want more? You want twenty? Well, my thing is like, if you're on an airplane that is forty years old. Well, I think most airplanes about twenty five years old. Delta started throwing out all the old ones, bitch. It's only new ones now. Well, I think most airplane companies do every twenty years throw out their old planes. Oh, really? Yeah. So those old Delta ones with like the rickety crickety that was like twenty years ago. You think? Because those are old. I have been on a Delta airplane with an ashtray. Really? Yes. Recently? I mean, in the past five years. I remember being like, not an ashtray. Imagine being stuck in a fucking metal flybird and everyone is just smoking throughout the whole thing. Yeah, people... I be forgetting, because most of my friends don't smoke. Dude, who the f- Patty. Patty. Anyone else? Will he smoke sometimes? No. Yes. He doesn't. <laughs> Does he? I mean, I'm my close friend. Patty. Cut all that out, Jay. I'm my close friend. Patty smokes. And, or believe it. And no, Patty stop smoking. Patty's been smoking for like three months. Oh, Patty released a great picture on Instagram. Where he's like, I was gagged. Like, you always are talking about it. I was like, you better work. Yeah, it looks good. That's um. I know what that is. What I don't know told you about. What does it mean, man? I don't know what it means, but I've I seen it. I told you. I literally told we had, you. We had an argument about this. That was another one. I don't want to bring up old things, but it's another one people were on my side about. They were like, Bob, this absolutely came from black women in, in, in New York, whatever it was I said. In New York? Yes. You swear everything. You think dumb black bitches in the South don't come up with nothing. <laughs> you think every fucking thing came out of Brooklyn. That's not true. I did not say that. This is from New York. Everything's not from New York City, Monet. Hell, <laughs> nigger. Calm down. We nigger. do stuff in the South, too. Did you know that? Yeah. Get your fucking cat. Oh, she, I with you. <laughs> we were we were really doing well. We were really doing well, we were Until you decided to literally wear a fucking cat costume. Also, your cat just walking around the house looking for things to do. <laughs> Trying to get in the closet. Jumping up on a fucking thing. Scratching at the toy. Pulling at the cords. There's toys all around the house. 
but she don't want none of the fucking toys. She wants to go in the closet and then rip up your uh, All Stars costume, and then go over here and rip up the uh, the fucking. How would you? What if Bob? What if you were trapped in this house every day of your life for the past year? Then let her go. <laughs> Open the front door. She'll survive. She'll speak to cannot survive. If you husband. if you and Colleen left this house with nothing but your uh, butt naked, she would make it longer than you. <laughs> I guarantee you, Colleen would be fine. Before if, if I if I dropped you and Colleen off both in the Amazon rainforest, Colleen will make it back, and not you. <laughs> Colleen would be like, I am doing well. <laughs> You have to be like, child, this was not what this is not the life I was expecting. So you say, so you think Colleen would beat me in Survivor? Yes, absolutely. One more, this, this you know why I think you wouldn't be Survivor? Why you wouldn't be good at Survivor? Because you think you'd be good at Survivor. That's why you wouldn't be good at Survivor. That's you, not true. Because you think you know the game too well. That's not. I don't true. even know Survivor, but it's giving very Sasha Bell. It's giving very. I've cracked the code. No, I know people you, like Tony. People like uh, uh, Siri, Parvati. Those are people who went in Survivor. And because they were like, Tony was like, I know how to play this game. I'm taking no prisoners. And how many of them thought they knew and got kicked out? Not, I mean, not, not one. So, so literally the same that, problem that would be you, the yeah. same problem you have with Survivor is a problem that you don't have with with Drag Race. You get mad. You're like, why do you, like you got mad that Joey J came and saying he was a filler queen? He's like, why would you come into a competition thinking that about yourself? I wasn't mad. I think it's a weird thing. To, it's a weird thing to compete in a show thinking you're not gonna win. So boom, Survivor. So it's weird. To, you it's weird to go on a show not thinking you go you're gonna win and okay, you're the best. This is different though because Drag Race is not about the strategy of e e it's just about. For example, it's what you like and what you make it. It's like, Montana. It's, it's like going to a foot race. It's just because you think you can run the fastest. It's, there's no sneaky strategy. It's just running really fast. That's the thing. So I think that they're obviously, the way you play Drag Race and the way you play Survivor are two different They games. are different, but you can go in with the same mentality. You'll be like, I play this game very well. Drag Race is essentially a pageant. It's just a big game. You're literally playing games every episode. No, I understand like, that, but it's, it's, it's harder to... Uh, mind game your way to the crown to you on Drag Race on Drag Race yes yeah, exactly but in Survivor and it's hard to fucking do your makeup and go to the finale in Survivor it's literally not a thing no but uh, you're, you're doing you're talking about you you have the mind I don't think you have the mind games figured out I think Drag I Race is not about mind gaming your way to the crown Drag Race is about being the best at the challenges but the challenge aren't about mind games what Jacob <laughs> what about All Stars I wouldn't I wouldn't know I've never done All-Stars. I'm talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. You know what I mean? So I think that if you're like going in, like I'm going to sneak this and sneak that, someone's going to sneak you. Well, that's, oh, for, for I don't think that's true. What, what you, you can't have an opinion because, okay, well, there's one thing that's different here. I've seen both the shows we're talking about. You've only seen one. So until you watch The Survivor, you don't get to have an opinion and figure it out because you don't get it. Well, I do think I should do better than you. I don't think so. For sure. If I, I can watch one episode and be like, I got this. <laughs> and because I think that, I wouldn't do well. <laughs> you see? I, wait, okay, I, I will one day watch Survivor. By the way, I am not alone on that. That me we and the patrons, we're like, we do not. Well, Monet, <laughs> Monet is getting is uh, you're obsessed. This is like an obsession. <laughs> it's, a, it, it, it's addictive. You know, one of the winners of Survivor ended up being on like the gay list, or the gay list, the A list, the A list gay dating show, the gay show, A list, New York. No, I don't um, know. I believe I think you're thinking of Riken Lemuel. He was, he he was, was on A list. He yeah, but he wasn't on Survivor. Survivor. He was, Survivor. I think he was a amazing raise for one of those. Yeah, one of those shows. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't... Outside of RuPaul's Drag Race, I don't watch a whole lot of reality TV. I mean, I was really big into American Idol back in the day. I was big into Real World back in the day. 
But these days, I only watch drag-related competitions. Good days. Did you see? Oh my god! Did you see Miss Fame on German's Next Top Model? No. Germany's. It was. It was brilliant. She looks amazing. She was competing. No, she was like advising the girls. She like came and she advised the whole challenge. And then she was one of the main judges. She was. It was brilliant. I'm so happy for her. It was really cool. But the gag was Hattie Klum is 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 speaking in straight up German, and then Miss Fame is just like like she's answering back like. Just, just, just speak a whole bunch of just, just in Ich fiere ich dich um Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they cut it though, so it looks like Miss Fame is understanding what happened. Maybe does Miss Fame speak German? Maybe she does. But it was he's like, yeah, she his head and Heidi is like, I mean, Miss Fame is like, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, not this week, you know, because yesterday. I mean, her name is like Curtis Dom Dom Milkinson. It's a very Dutch name. Curtis Dom Milkinson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of queens or drivers who do who have a lot of skills and I'm like, oh, I mean Does Violet speak Spanish? No. No. Kathy speaks like two languages. Who speaks um, Russian? Duh. Uh she speaks French. More than she speaks Russian, actually. Really? Uh Cracker's also fluent in French. And and uh, uh, uh the language of Senegal. Yeah, Senegalese. Yeah, she speaks Senegalese. I don't know. I, I don't know if this language is Senegal or not. But yeah. Yeah. Cracker Cracker learned. learned can play piano, just like Olivia Lux. Cracker learned Senegalese because she was tutoring Senegalese. She wanted to learn the language so she could uh, have a conversation with the cute boys in Senegal. <laughs> we gotta go. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye, bye, y'all. <laughs> Not learn a language that you can smash. I mean, so the main language spoken in Senegal is French. Oh. And then it has a bunch of other different ones that are. Oh my god, what are you doing to her? She's sitting in here, she's crunching up the bag. Stop. Stop the bag. I like she's a hyper. But. She, you heard her? You didn't know? You, did you. She said, I don't know. What? What's wrong with Pussy? <laughs> That's from Pussy down there. Look at that vein, girl. That's the main vein. Did she cut that? She's gonna. She's gonna bleed out. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. 
answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You can live out your MasterChef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 